Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report. It's a pleasure to have you with us on this Tuesday, November 2nd. So happy you've chosen The Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. Take a cream pie to the face. That's right. (laughs) That's how you know you're having a good time on this program. As I mentioned, it is November 2nd, year of our goddess Lilith 2021. All hail Lilith. It is right to give her thanks and praise, and it's right to have you guys with us today. We have a hell of a show lined up for you, but more about that in a moment. First, let's get the introductions out of the way. I am your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman. Sitting here in the Batcave with me is, speaking of cream pies to the face, mm. he is the sheriff of Ghost Town. He's the rear admiral. He's... Holy God, holy God. Some folks call him Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo, ho, Eddie. Have you recovered from your uh, travels? I think so. I feel I feel like I'm getting there. Have you unclenched... I- Give it a little rest and relaxation. I have relaxed today. And yeah, Good I, man. I, I got some sleep. I think I'm a better person. Oh, we I hope so. Less angry. Couldn't be worse. I'm kidding. <laughs> of course you could what? be. You could be Come a hell on. of a lot worse. I'm a good person. But you're not. You're an excellent person. Eddie's it's not it's the opposite. Oh, that, sorry. Hit the wrong button. It's the opposite. Wrong button. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Wasn't intentional. As I mentioned, kids, a hell of a show for you today. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, Tuesdays are always just so chock full of goodness. We've got uh, tongue twisters. We're going to oh, twist our tongues that'll today. That'll be fun. <laughs> that's going to be good. In my state of mind. That'll it's be a simple one today. Okay. Maybe, perhaps deceptively simple. Well, that's not good. There's only one way for us to find out. We're going to wrap our tongues around something oh, in a minute. What? <laughs> Also, TV tunes. Oh, on Tuesdays we take a look at a TV theme song from a classic television show. We do a deep dive into the uh, theme itself, but also the show that it came from. Okay, today's one that's near and dear to my heart. Oh, okay. In fact, this didn't even come in from a uh, listener this is request. Your call? I'm making this call, <laughs> calling an audible at the line of scrimmage. Well, why we do it earlier? Why did we do it earlier? Why didn't we do it earlier? Because usually I wait for people to suggest right. and it. And you're like, fuck these people. But I was inspired today, <laughs> and you'll find out why. No, oh, you'll okay. find out why. Oh, I was a story behind There's it. a story why I was inspired today to uh, go outside the norm and make the uh, the presidential decree. Okay. No, what do they call Executive it? Executive order? Executive order. That's go. it. Presidential decree. <laughs> Sounds better. I would, that's what I would do <laughs> if I was president. So we'll get to that in a little bit. And... It's the return of the confessional. We're going to open up the confessional <gasps> oh, for the Garmin. That just lifted my mood. I'm glad. I that know you love that part. We got, we got some goodies today. I'll <laughs> tell you that much. So all of that stuff ahead on this Tuesday. It's going to make you say, mmm, Tuesday, more like a threesday. What? I don't know. That's no good. Stock guarantee. 
Tuesday. It's it's more. I, I know what you it's did. More than Tuesday. I know what you did. It's a fifty percent more than it's Tuesday. Not good. It's Thursday. And mm. as if none of that wasn't enough. Ugh. Wait a minute. As if no, all of that none wasn't of that enough. wasn't enough. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? I have. I have, I have got, you slept? I have something I need to admit. So speaking of confessions, oh, I need no. to make a confession. Oh no! I think it's time for me to confess something to you. <laughs> I love to ride on the drinking board. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I had a couple beers I earlier. Could tell. I could tell. <laughs> and I said, you know, what would go good right now. I don't know their beer. They're too fulling and gassy. But I'm not quite fulling and gassy. Filling. Jesus filling, Christ, man. You have to carry the show. I'm the one who can't talk. Filling and gassy. Filling and gassy. I want something a little less bubbly. Right. But has uh, has the magic stuff in it. <laughs> the secret sauce. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I got a little uh, bullet bullet bourbon, they call it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so you're feeling good. I'm feeling great. Oh, that's great. I'm having the time of my life. You kidding me? This is the best I've felt all day. That's what, that's what Dean Martin used to say about people didn't drink. I feel bad for people who don't drink. When they wake up in the morning, that's as good as they're going to feel all day. Oh, but true. me, I can feel better and better as the day goes on. You have on. something to look forward to exactly. when you wake up. As if all of that wasn't enough, mm-hmm. you'll be happy to know that although it's Tuesday, we're still going to announce this week's Ralph Report Citizen Whoa. of the Week. This nominee for Citizen of the Week, by the way, comes from our very own G-Force. Oh, Gilbert. Gilbert Flores, nice. who is the uh, wizard behind the yes. audio. Magic maker. Of our, uh, of our program. He sent this story to me, and I thought this woman should be our Citizen of the Week for On sure. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Wow. I can't imagine anyone's going to come along in the next three days. You're calling it early. That's, On this Election Tuesday. <laughs> that's right. I'm calling it. On I'm Super like, Tuesday. I'm like CNN looking at the big map. <laughs> I'm telling you now that Laura Hall is our citizen of the week. Because we live in a time, Eddie Pence, Mm -hmm. of organic foods, of farm to table. Yes. Of uh, knowing everything that you put into your body. Clean eating. Making sure you only have the uh, the best ingredients, the highest quality foods. Everyone's obsessed with that. Right. Well, no one does it better than my gal. Laura Hall. She is, I just call her the Dairy Queen. That's what I oh, call her. Okay. I think that name's taken already. Oh, well, she's not opening up a franchise. Oh, okay, that's good. But she has some legal trouble. She's the queen of okay. dairy uh, in my eyes. I like that better. She makes her own butter at home, Eddie. Oh, Pence. interesting. And uh, I'm gonna let her tell you about it with this quick little clip. I've done it. I made butter out of my breast milk. What? I I don't know if I've ever been more proud. Here's my my hey. butter. My butter. <laughs> my utter butter. That's right. What the fuck? Laura Hall <laughs> made butter out of her own breast milk. Jesus. How could you be more farm to table than that well, i that's, hope she's eating clean because that's a direct what comes out in the milk is a direct result of what you're eating well she's if, not she's, eating clean. if she's breastfeeding her child i'm sure I she's so. uh she's keeping uh, her wow. diet clean it's a lot of breast milk to make butter though right also ice cream made from yeah. her breast milk <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. what'd she make the hot fudge out of <laughs> <laughs> i don't want any of this hot fudge son <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck. Ugh. What do you have against breast milk? <laughs> I tried. Why is that a, I bleh. tried. I tried it when Tracy, when we were breastfeeding Colton. It was. Oh, it's, it's not good. It's good and it's good it's for you. Not good you. at all. Yeah, she is the queen of uh, the of the dairy over there on TikTok. One point four, one point two, rather million views. Damn. On her showcase of the butter that she made from her own breast She'll milk. She'll be getting a CBS sitcom soon. <laughs> That's right. Wait, this works. She get her own feature film. Yep. Uh, she also taught folks how to make it themselves. If you want to follow in her footsteps, squeeze your boob. Well, that's the easy part is getting the milk out. But once you have the milk, what do you do? Uh-huh. Well, you got to get a jar of freshly pumped breast milk and you leave it out until the fat separates and the cream ascends to the top. And then you skim that cream off and you churn it with an electric whisk before finally straining the solids through a uh, like a piece of cheesecloth into a pat, and then sure enough, you got it right there. You got uh, you got breast milk butter. Ugh. Now, as you can imagine, the proof, as they say, yeah, is in the proof of the pudding is in the tasting. Right, is the old saying. Right, and people say, by the way, oh, the proof's in the pudding. No, that's not, no, how, it that's not how it goes. Proof of the pudding's in the Don't tasting. Don't be an asshole. But everybody says it, so that's what it You're is. You're so now. dumb. Mm. You are really dumb. For real. There is no proof in the pudding. The pudding's the just in the pudding. There. No, it isn't. You eat the pudding, is it good? Well, the proof's in there. No, the eating, the tasting of the pudding well, that, that's is That's assumed when you say the proof's in the pudding, you assume you're no, going to eat it. The proof of, of the, the pudding, pudding is in the tasting that's is dumb. the same. No one says that. It's well, too much. It's, it's right. too long. So say it right. I'm not going to. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to. So the proof, of course, of the breast milk uh-huh. butter in is this in, particular place, in, in the udder butter, as she calls Ew. it, is in the tasting. And so she has a separate TikTok video where she does a taste test for the first time with her husband. They get some toast. Yeah. And they schmear a little uh, breast milk butter on there. And uh, let's hear what what Laura and her husband both think about uh, her breast milk butter. What's your uh, out of 10? Five. Five. Five out of 10. To me, it tastes like... um, you know, when you like burp and it kind of tastes like throw up. Ew. She says it tastes like, like when throw up. you burp and it kind of tastes oh. like throw up. Yeah, it's not good, man. Is the, uh, is the flavor she gets from the oh. So maybe not, not follow oh. in those footsteps. He should make some jizz jam and have a taste test with her about jizz jam. That's what he should do. Some penis butter? Yeah, get some penis butter and make it put that on a piece of bread. So uh, apparently the ice cream turned out better. Her three-year-old daughter loved the ice cream. <laughs> I'm sure the kid does because the kid's drinking breast milk anyway. But you're adding sugar and stuff. Yeah, and so it's only going to get so better. It's only going to get better, yeah. But the butter is pretty straightforward. Ew. And uh, <sighs> she is not a fan of her own utter butter. it's not good. But the husband gave it a five out of ten. That, yeah, that's failing. That's if you bought butter at the store and it was five out of ten good. Not on the Garmy Game Show. It's not failing. No. Garmy Game Show. That's yeah. That's a bad five out of ten here. That's a win. Our bar's lower. Maybe Laura should places. send us some utter butter for <laughs> Maybe a she for a munch on Monday. We could have a little uh, breast milk Ugh. butter. No, I'm see good. how that goes. I'm good. I've but I'm I was impressed by her uh, her initiative and the fact that she took that upon herself to. To whip up some well, utter butter. At least she tried. For her and the family. Yes, tried. it shows you initiative. Yeah. Something that we sorely lack, <laughs> but not Laura Hall. But that's what makes her this week's Ralph Report Citizen of the Week. All right. 
my goodness. <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's get right into our tongue twister, shall we? Oh, please. It's Tongue Twister Tuesday. We always like to uh, have the Garmy send us a tongue twister for us to try out here on the program. If you'd like to try it along with us, just jot down these four simple words. Four words. Today's tongue twister comes from Liam Hargaden. Liam sent this one in. Are you familiar with the uh, fashion designer Kate Spade? Yes, I am. She made yes. um, primarily handbags, right? handbags. yeah. yeah. Uh, so with that in mind, here you go, kids. Write this down. Kate Spade, fake suede. Ooh, Kate good. Spade, fake suede. Okay. It's time for Tongue Twister Tuesday. Are you ready, steady, Eddie? Because it's going to be so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. E. So take a breath, prepare yourself the best you possibly can be for Tiddly Tongue Twister Tuesday. Gonna borrow my cheaters out I'm gonna Grandpa? I'm gonna need to get some readers. You're I gonna think. need some reading glasses. It's, the way you were extending that page from your I face. Know. You need well, either longer arms or I don't want to do it. I don't want to give in. Look. I don't want to give in. There's no denying the I aging know. process. I know. We're 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 it's just time to face facts. I can't. I can't do the readers. The man. Wheels are falling off. I can't do the readers. I can't. I can see it here, but yeah, fuck. All right. I can't. Uh, I don't want to give in. Kate Spade, yeah. fake suede. Is the tongue okay. twister? It is deceptively simple. I fear it seems too. He easy wouldn't have sent this true. in if it was as easy as it would appear to be. So uh, three times fast. Of course, speed is of the essence, as I mentioned. And did I mention I've been uh, having a cocktail? You, you did. Yes. I love to ride on the drinking board. That can't help in this particular situation, <laughs> but we'll see. Maybe it does. Who knows? <clears throat> All right, here we go. Kate Spade, fake suede. Kate Spade, fake suede. Kate Spade. Oh, man. The comma got you. <sighs> Tripped over the finish line. Okay. Kate Spade, fake suede. Kate Spade, fake suede. Kate Spade, fake suede. Oh, uh, there we go. go. Apparently, it is as simple as it Relatively looks. easy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Just loosen up the mouth. All right. Bit. Kate Spade, fake suede. Kate Spade, fake suede. Kate Spade, fake suede. Wow. Yeah. Okay, See, that I, was as easy I as figured it Liam wouldn't have sent that in if it was uh, that <laughs> level of uh, ease. Or maybe we're just getting that good at maybe. it. Maybe. Maybe I should run run these. Uh, you know, I, I don't like to test them out before no, I use them. No. Because I don't want to be that guy who right. gives myself a little bit of an advantage. No, you shouldn't do that. So I, I kept it cold until we tried well, it. But sometimes they're easy, sometimes they're hard. Look, sometimes we can't get through it at all. So I'm going to take <laughs> the win. That's today's Tongue Twister Tuesday. Tongue Twister Tuesday. We rarely get uh, out of it as easily as, as easy that. as that. So maybe we should just appreciate that fact. I think so, because it's not going to happen again. No, it's for me anyway. No, me neither. All right, let's turn our attention now to other members of the Garmy. If you want to reach out to us, you can send me an email like Liam did. If you've got an idea for a tongue twister, feel free to send it along. Ralph at theralphreport.com. You can also reach Eddie at that same, same email address or Steve at theralphreport.com as well. You can find us on social media or you can do what a lot of folks like to do. Leave us a voicemail message. Simple to do. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's available to you. All you got to do is dial up the Ralph Report hotline. That phone number, once again, one 833 Hi, Ralph. You can leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, anything that's on your mind. I listen to them all, then I grab a handful and we put them here in a segment known as Garmy on the Line. 
The telephone is ringing. The garbage on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now and see what's on your mind. You know, I love me folks who don't know what they're singing. Oh, yeah. When they're singing a song and they got the lyrics all wrong, <laughs> I find that endlessly entertaining. Here comes Garrett. It's even better when they don't know the lyric that is the title of the that's, goddamn That always song. perplexes me. This is a magical one. Hi, Ralph. Yo, ho, Eddie. Hey, Steve. This is Garrett, two-star from Diamond Bar, California. And uh, I have a misheard lyric for you guys. Um, the song is Blitzkrieg Bop. Uh, for the longest time, I thought the Ramones were saying, let's kick butt, <laughs> instead of, oh, you know, the title of the friggin' song. Right? Blitzkrieg Bop. Uh, anyway, listen to it. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, thanks. Love you guys. Mean it. Bye. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Garrett, it's the name of the song. Sing the song, man. Did he think that was just sort of the name of the piece and then the lyrics inside of it? Don't were, ever mention that. Let's kick butt. <laughs> All right, I'm going to play you a little bit of the Ramones Blitzkrieg Bop. See if you can hear what Garrett hears. Here it is. You know, now that he says it. Yeah, it sounds a little like let's kick butt. But let's kick butt. <laughs> but at the same time, the name of the song is Blitzkrieg Pop. Let's kick butt. I can hear it. Oh, oh, let's go. The pop is in the You're going through a tight one. The kids are the Let's kick No, yes. But if, again, if the title of the song wasn't what it was, then I could see you making that mistake. Yeah, but. Teenage Wasteland by The Who is actually called Bob O'Reilly. Right. So you don't hear Bob O'Reilly anywhere in that song. All right. Maybe it's one of those cases. I guess maybe it is. But it isn't. That's the only thing. <laughs> Sorry, Garrett. It simply isn't. Speaking of music, uh, John was listening to the program yesterday, and this came to his mind. Hey, Ralph. Hey, Eddie. John here. Um, I just paused the show right now that you're playing the happy hit of the day. For uh, somewhere beyond the sea. Yes. And uh, I noticed you called it a standard. You mm -hmm. said we, we don't usually play standards for happy hit. Right. Um, I know what what you mean by standard, but why are those songs from that time period called standards? Excellent question. Hmm. Why do we call those old-timey Frank Sinatra, Bobby Darin-type songs standards? I don't know. Well, let me tell you. Please. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? Ah! It turns out that the songwriters of the early 20th century, we're mm -hmm. talking 1920 through 1950. Okay. They wrote an enormous catalog of popular songs of the day, and they were the primary source of all popular music. Hmm. You have to remember, singers until the 1960s rarely wrote their own material. Right. They, it was all culled from these professional songwriters who just cranked these things out. Right. Often these songs were written for Broadway plays, and then they would be taken over and recorded by popular singers of the day, like Sinatra or Dean Martin right. or those guys. 
And so those songs got recycled so often that if you were a professional musician, mm -hmm. you had to have a standard repertoire of these songs because everybody was singing them. Uh. Like, all of me, why not take all of me? That song had been recorded by a, dozens and dozens of right. artists. So if you were going to work in a studio or in a live band, you had to have that one down. Yeah, it wasn't about your original music at the time. No, no, it was about you having the standard repertoire of popular music mastered so that you could be a professional, whether you were a singer or a musician. And so those songs, standard repertoire, got shortened over the years to just the standards. Mm. And if you, if you wanted to be a pro, m primarily in New York, but later on here in Los Angeles, you had to know those songs. If you're playing a nightclub or you're backing up a singer right. or you're a singer yourself, these were the songs everybody right. wanted to now hear. Now you're just a cover band. Now you're a cover band, yeah. But once the singer-songwriter came along, right. and, then, and then every artist was generating a ton of original material, nobody was, was recording the same music right. anymore. They were all recording uniquely individual stuff. Interesting. So that's why it goes back to what they call the standards or standard repertoire of songs. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? Ah! All right, you ready to open the confessional? Oh, yeah. You want to hear what the Garmy's been up to? I do. This sick group of <laughs> bastards. Keep in mind, if you want to send me your confession, confession's good for the soul. Yes, it is. You got to get it off your chest, and sometimes you can't tell anyone what you've done, but you can tell us. We're not going to judge you. And when I play it here on the show, I will alter your voice as well. So no fear that anyone else <laughs> will recognize your particular sin. There's no reason sin. not to. It's, so, it's going to be so healthy for you. It'll be cleansing for you <laughs> and wildly entertaining for us. Time for you to confess your sins. All right, first up, mm -hmm. you're going to have to help me break down this one afterwards. Okay. We're going to have to go through the game tape after we listen to this <laughs> and try to figure out exactly what's going on because he's, he's, I think he's insinuating something. All right. But I'm not quite sure what he's insinuating. I, I, I hope for the best, uh, and yet I fear oh, oh the no, worst. Oh, no. So when I was younger, I had sex in a cemetery and then in the coroner's office, and she wasn't the coroner. Oh no. Now. Oh no. See? Now Please what's don't. going through your mind right. is what went through my mind. Right. This guy isn't confessing to the to the this fact that oh, he no. had sex with a body, this is he? It can't be necrophilia. It can't be. Or can it? It's what it sounds like. The way he said that. Here, listen one more time. So when I was younger, I had sex in a cemetery and then in the coroner's office and she wasn't the coroner. Yeah, he's a little giddy at the end with like, and now, she wasn't a coroner. Now, is it just he took some girl into the coroner's office and they had sex in the office? Is that what I he's alluding to? I hope that's what it is. Or is he saying he was in the coroner's office and, and there was a, a body in there and he had sex with I her. hope that's not what it is. I'm choosing to believe that's not what he's I'm saying. I'm hoping that. Either way, though, we have to. He he confessed his sin. He did. He got so. it off his chest. He knows what he means. <laughs> so it's not our place. No, it's not. But we will give him uh, three Reds and. <laughs> this should be a sliding scale, though, for what it really was. Yeah, yeah. My God. Yeah. If it's what if it's the worst case scenario, you just <laughs> you take yourself right out of here, sir. Be gone with you. 
You'll be banished by the church. Wow. Right? When I heard that, I got, I got a little chill. That's a little creepy. I'm hoping it was just a girl in the corners. But really, where's the victim, really, if it There's was no. a dead body? If it's an empty, yeah. No, oh, what? If it, what? I'm saying. What? If, in fact, it was a dead body. Yeah. Where's the victim there, Eddie? The dead person. Hardly. They don't oh, care what? anymore. Are you? Oh, my God. That shell has been. You don't fuck dead things. That shell, you don't do it. That shell has been sloughed off. No. They're no longer inhabiting that that you that, no that, you don't fuck dead things that meat shell. I'm that, sorry. So what's the no? What, what if we, what if it we, was what if it was just a pillow? What if I grind up against a pillow? It's just an inanimate object. Well, then maybe that's no one what ever I'm loved the pillow. That pillow was never anyone's mother. That pillow was never anyone's daughter. Just saying. Just a pillow. Where's the victim? Really? Oh my God! Now that I think of it, we're we're endorsing their feeling. No, now. we're not endorsing. That's what you're doing. It, you're saying, saying where's the victim? I'm just saying. Mm. I'm just saying. I, wow. All right. Wow. You ready, ready for something? No, little? I think I might have to leave. <laughs> ready for something a little bit lighter? Please. All right, here we go. When I first got married to my husband, I did not know how to cook, and he did not know that. So for the first two to three months, I would buy ready-made meals or pick up entrees from local restaurants. So if it was like lasagna or spaghetti, I'd buy that, plus I'd buy an extra spaghetti jar from my local supermarket so that I could splatter it around the stove, the pot, so that he would think that I made it from scratch. So that went on for maybe two or three months, and eventually I couldn't keep it up anymore, and I just told him I was too tired of cooking. It was his turn. So to this day, he thinks I was an absolute great cook at the beginning of our marriage and then something went wrong and I gave up. Anyway, love you, made it fine. She just quit cooking on what? him. That's what he thinks. <laughs> what an He's elaborate like, what? ruse for months to go out, buy pre-made food, and right. then mess up the kitchen to and make, make it, it look, look like you made it. It's weird. It's a lot That's of work. a lot of work. To put in for a lie. What? Yeah. To just say, <laughs> hey, you know what? I don't know how to cook. Remember all that stuff I told you before we got married? Right. Here's the here's the real deal. Is he Neil. gonna leave you because of that? I like who would leave so. someone because they can't she, cook? She just probably wanted him to think the better of her. Right. For but, three months until she gave up on that. But how much is he going to like even fall more in love with when he finds out she went through all this trouble to make him think she was a good cook? Well, it's too late now. She can never tell him now. No. But now years have gone by. No, it's now it's now he'll be like, what else have you lied about? Exactly. Did you ever have sex in a coroner's office? Keep with that a corpse? Secret deep. You never know what's gonna happen. So she's got to, once again, we're the only people she can confess to. Right. That's what we're here for. Yes. On Confess Your Sins. All right. One more, one more All sin right. before we close the confessional we'll door. Like run the range of sins here. Because oh, one is like completely benign. You have no one. idea. You have no idea. Wait <laughs> to hear this one. Talk about some range. Hi, Ralph. You're healthy. What up, crew? I have a pretty fucking bad... <sighs> it's a bad one. It's a bad one. So, um, here's my confession. I was spending an evening with a good girlfriend of mine at my old share house. We enjoyed many, many drinks, amongst other things. <laughs> and... At the time, I was sharing the house with eight other dudes, and the toilet was very, very far away in our big house downstairs, and 
we were not in the place to do the walk. So, um, uh, we decided instead of doing the walk to the bathroom and having to deal with all the people that I lived with, that we'd just pee in my cat's litter box in my bedroom. <laughs> God, it feels good to tell someone else that. <laughs> wow. Please don't hate me. No. L&D. Hate you. Wow. I thought that was going one way. No, she just, she she's crouched down and peed in her cat's litter box. I thought it was going to be like she hooked up with her friend. And like they oh, did like no, no. A little experimental session. And well, it was experimental to see. Right. That's if, where I thought it was going. If, and she peed in the litter box. See if oh. a cat litter can hold a bunch of uh, human <laughs> lo- urine, I guess. Is that the experiment? Wow. So rather than walk through the, uh, you know, the gauntlet of, roommates yeah. down to the bathroom because she had a half a load on. She thought, it's just easier if I just go mm. here in the bedroom in the in the litter box. We've all peed in the sink. Yeah, I suppose that's true. <laughs> I've never peed in a litter box. Neither have I, but had I had a litter box, I probably would have peed in the litter Can box. Can you imagine the cat's reaction? Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> well, it's better than a log of shit. And- <laughs> I get one place. This is the only place you let me piss, and now you're taking that from me? No, thank you. <laughs> all right, you're all forgiven. You're all absolved mm. because you confessed your sins. Just saying the body's an empty container at that point. Well, really. it's, it's not. Just, it's Well, not after to, he's done with it. No, but. he's fucking filled it up. <laughs> you know, we like to ah, play. God damn. Upbeat music here on the show to Fucking make your day. Rose of necrophilia, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Day a little bit better. We call them our happy hits. Uh, Nayef from oh, uh, Nayef. Kuwait. Yeah. Always glad to hear from him. I, it still blows my mind that we have listeners in Kuwait. That's amazing. He's got a pick for today's happy hit. I got to say, I love this one. Hey, Ralph. What up, buddy? And your whole crew, this is Nayef from Kuwait. Uh, and I have a suggestion for one of my one of my happy hits. Oh, and by the way, it's good to have you guys back again. Thank you. And this my have one of my happy hits is the from the late great Stevie Ray Vaughan, "Pride and Joy." All right, you guys, I love you. I mean it. Bye. <laughs>
Thank you, everyone who called in today. We truly appreciate it. You, too, can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment. Send in your sins, by the way. Please. We need more sins. Except fucking dead people sins. We're not sure that's I, what that I, Yeah, was. but now I think you will. No, I would I don't know. The other guy probably didn't, but now you're sticking up for it. I wouldn't stick up for it or do it by choice. I'm just saying oh. there are worse things oh. a person can do. Oh, that's man. I'm wow. <laughs> Wow. Feel I, free to contact us wow. anytime. And you too might show up on Garmy in the line. But in order for that to happen, you got to call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. I'm not condoning it or saying people should do it. You said where's the crime? I'm where's just the saying sin? it's what what would be worse, having sex with a live animal or having sex with a dead person? <laughs> the animal's this worse. Is, the animal's worse. I mean, Cause yeah, because the thing's alive and exactly, it's fighting you. And it's terrified. It doesn't want it. It doesn't want it. You're doing it against you're its consent. You're still fucking a dead person. That what is wrong with That's, you? I'm not saying it's good. I'm not putting it in the pot, the plus column. But you're saying it's not out of the, the, the realm of possibility for you. I am. I'm saying <laughs> I would never do it. But if, Like, now I'm worried. If I drop dead here, you're going to perform CPR. Or you're just going to wait it out. I don't want to have sex with you alive. Why would I have sex with you when you're dead? <laughs> No, I'm just saying. Ugh. Right? No. Right. I'm no. glad we finally Wrong. agree on that. Wrong. Now it's time to take a look at the calendar here on the Batcave wall. You'd be surprised to know this, mm -hmm. but every day of the calendar year has multiple holidays associated with it. Now, we don't think all of them are legitimate, so we break them down for you in this segment, Holiday or Holiday. Holiday or Holiday, please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph God. Happy Dia de los Muertos. Ah, Day of the Dead, right? Today is the Day of the Dead. See? How appropriate. Right. Vis-a-vis -vis the conversation. Yeah, they're dead. Earlier. Might as well fuck them. Why not? <laughs> because maybe they're, they're dead. Maybe, Who cares? Maybe they would like to know they're still attractive even in their death. That's what we do on Dia <sighs> oh. de los Muertos. We, uh, fuck we, the we, dead. <laughs> no, but we visit the graves of deceased loved ones and we set up altars with their favorite foods and drink and photos. To let them know that we they're still with us. Uh -huh. They're still present with us. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Just don't be buried face down around Ralph. Did you ever see uh, Coco? 
I never Dude, saw Coco. You son of a I've bitch. I've heard it's a great movie. You're an evil, evil bastard. What? It's one of the great Pixar I've heard films. it's good. Oh. I want to see it. I haven't seen and it. And heartbreaking, my God. Yeah. This song, which is the recurring theme in the film Coco, anytime it's a Dia de los Muertos, it makes me just tear up thinking about this moment from Coco. Remember me Though I have to say goodbye Remember me Don't let it make you cry For even if I'm far away I hold you in my heart I sing a secret song to you Each night we are apart Remember me Though I have to travel far, remember me Each time you hear a sad guitar Know that I'm with you the only way that I can be Until you're in my arms again Pretty as that. Mm, yes. Great tune. So happy uh, Dia de los Muertos, everybody. The Day of the Dead. Just don't fuck them. <laughs> Speaking of which, yeah. it's also Plan Your Epitaph Day. Oh, geez, this is a morbid ass Plan day. your epitaph. I don't want to plan my epitaph. You better. I don't if, want an epitaph. If, if you don't, I'm going to write on your tombstone. I don't. You get nowhere near my dead body. <laughs> nowhere near it. I'm going to write on your tombstone. <laughs> he asked for it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he wanted. He told me it was okay. <laughs> I'm going to put that on your tombstone. Wouldn't you like to be have some control over what is said about you, that your legacy after you're gone? No. Those famous last words that people will judge you by? But that goes on your tombstone, your epitaph, right? Yeah. I don't want a tombstone. I want to be cremated and thrown away. Oh. I don't want a tombstone. Don't you want a marker, some sort of no. place where people can go and say, oh, there's where the great Eddie Pence was laid to That's, rest? No, I don't. I don't want that. Yeah. Just burn me up and throw me away. It's kind of not done so much anymore, but there are some famous epitaphs that are out there, like the uh, last words of comedian actor, great British comedian actor Spike Milligan. On his grave, his tombstone says, I told you I was sick. <laughs> That's funny. There's some funny ones at the Hollywood uh, Cemetery. There's uh, other comedians have put. Oh, you just cruise around the cemetery, do you? No, just I've just seen people post the funny ones that other comedians have put. Uh, Ludolf Van Sulen yeah. had the first 35 digits of pi inscribed on his tombstone. Nerd. Because he was the first to calculate that number out to 35 decimal places. No one cares other than the last, the first two. So he took credit for that to the grave. And that's, that's everywhere. Him. So anyway, they say on this day, you should think about what you want uh, your final words to be. I don't want any words. If you're planning on being buried. Just let me go. Buried. All right. Burn me up. All right. What do you want? Um, <laughs> look at the size of those balls. <laughs> that's what I want. Uh, you know what? It's funny. My father, I say this, I've told this story before. When he was first diagnosed with brain cancer, I'll never remember his initial reaction. We were all in the hospital room and he turned to me and just looked me straight in the eye and said, I had a great time. Mm. And I said, if you can leave life with that perspective that yeah. I had a great time while I was here, that's that's a winner right life there. Life well lived. So, so I would, uh, yeah. 
I think I would steal that from him yeah. and say, I had a great time. That's the way to go. So we absolutely celebrate. Uh, yes. Plan your epitaph day. Sure. It's also National Broadcast Traffic Professionals Day. Oh, is that the guys in the helicopter? No. It's the guys at the every station, radio station and TV station that decide where the commercials are going to go and they just they oh. run the traffic of the broadcast day. Oh. Look, they, I, I know these guys. I worked with these guys for many years. It's a hard job. Yeah. I get it. But they don't need a day. They're getting a paycheck. Let's just move on. <laughs> Stupid. Wow. I mean, they're good guys, but well, it's like... Can't give them a little shout-out? You're going to give everybody who works at every radio and TV station their own day? Doesn't everybody deserve a oh, shout-out at some it's point? It's National Videotape Rewinding Guy Let Day. He wants Let's to feel love like he's making a difference. Well, give him a race. We're well, not doing a holiday. Well, we know that company doesn't do that. You don't get a holiday. So. <laughs> That's true. But we don't need holidays for everything. All right. Fine. I mean, they do sort of orchestrate the broadcast day. Yeah. They put everything in place of how it's right. going to go. They it's structure a, everything. It's a significant job. Yeah. But uh um, you give me a little nod? Hey, bud, good job. All right. Here you go. Here's my nod. There. Hey, bud. <laughs> the reason it's on the November 2nd, by the way, is because November 2nd, 1920, was the very first commercial broadcast. Mm. KDKA Radio out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, was the very first radio Whoa. broadcast on this day Pittsburgh. in 1920. Yeah. Did I play the intro to Holiday or Holiday? I, I don't remember. I don't either now. Fuck. Jesus, you're supposed to be the sober one. Can't you keep track of these things? I was still blown away by you fucking dead people. I must have played it, right? I think you did. Yes, you did. All, All right, right, say yes. I'm going to say yes, too. And Gilbert, if I didn't, you just stick that sucker in there. <laughs> so they'll never know. We'll fix that in post. <laughs> it's National Ohio Day. Ohio. 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 Nothing wrong with Ohio. No. You know what, what state the Ohio is? Tire capital of the world. I believe it is. But <laughs> I don't think that's on their license plate. It should be. The Buckeye State. Oh, Buckeye State. With Buckeye their, their state. nuts. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's also the mother of modern presidents. More presidents come out of Ohio than any other state. Modern presidents. Modern presidents, right. yes. Uh, the first state to enter the county, the country rather, from the Northwest Territory. Mm -hmm. It is the home of uh, Erie Lake, Lake Erie. Oh, yeah. The 12th largest lake in the world. Hmm. How about that? Quite a claim to fame. Quite a lot of stuff going on in Ohio. <laughs> Columbus. Yeah. Canton. Yeah. A lot of fun Akron. Akron. Yeah. yeah. Cincinnati, Cleveland. Let's not I've said the this big before. Ones. People forget. I, I've said this before. Uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Was it Cleveland? I don't know. What'd you say best, before? Best strip club experience I ever oh, had. Oh, you did say Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland best strip Ohio. club you best ever went to. Best strip club I ever went to. So for that reason alone, I say happy <laughs> Ohio Day, everyone. All right, you know what we do at this point? We find a food related to a holiday that lands on this day. We run it past Eddie Pence, see if it's something he'd be willing to eat or perhaps stick up his ass, then pull out. <clears throat> Today's no different. We're going to talk about that food, and then we'll pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. The reels will go round and round. If they stop and they match, jackpot means Eddie Pence is going to eat it. However, if they don't match, <laughs> he's not going to go for it. Today is... National Deviled Egg Day. National Deviled Egg Day every year on this day, November 2nd. The first known print reference for a term referring to food being prepared as deviled was on this day in 1786. By the 19th century, deviled foods always refer to something spicy or zesty. And the term was, of course, applied to eggs 
that are taken, boiled eggs, hard-boiled eggs, cut open, having the yolks removed, and then you mix them with mustard and pepper and mayonnaise into a, uh, you whip it into a lovely creamy texture, then you put it back inside the egg white, and there you got yourself some deviled eggs. Deviled eggs also known as eggs mimosa, a stuffed egg, a salad egg, or a dressed egg. Hmm. Now you can add uh, other things besides just the mayonnaise and mustard, by the way. Uh, you can put spicy peppers or pimentos. They recommend perhaps bacon. I mean, there's so many things you can do with the uh, the deviled egg. It, yeah. it makes for a great little uh, appetizer at parties. Great thing to bring to someone's house if they're having sort of a potluck dinner and you right. show up with a tray full of deviled eggs, oh. you're going to be hailed as a hero. I bet. Eddie Pence. Uh-huh. So there you go. The famous deviled egg. Is that something Eddie Pence is going to eat? Let's find out. Let's pull that handle. Here we go. One deviled egg, two deviled eggs. Oh, my God. It smells like farts, man. It doesn't. When people are making deviled eggs, the house smells like farts. It's just eggs, man. And they smell like farts. It doesn't. Yes, it does. It smells like eggs. It does. It's- you ever had somebody fart? You go, wow, it smells like deviled eggs. No. Really? <laughs> I've never equated. The deviled egg fart. So you never heard the deviled egg fart? <laughs> no, I've oh. never equated you someone's never- <laughs> fart to a deviled egg. Yeah, well, I so have. You, so you don't eat deviled I eggs? I don't like deviled eggs, no. Do you eat regular eggs? I do eat regular eggs. You ever eat a hard-boiled egg? I have, yes. Oh, but you draw the line if you take the yolk out yeah. and you whip it up whip with it some up. other stuff. It releases whatever that smell is that's in the yolk, and it smells like farts. You're a madman. And you bring, oh, here's a, here's a platter of farts I brought to the party. You're simply, Enjoy. simply insane mm. when it comes right down to mm, it. I guess so, but I wouldn't fuck a dead person. <laughs> so who's insane now? Good point. Thank you. That's it for today's holiday or holiday. See, now you're misconstruing my statement Mm -hmm. saying that I either want to or would. I'm not saying I have any interest right. whatsoever in but performing that activity. But you're saying where's the where's the where's the sin? I'm saying no, not where's the sin. Where's the crime? Who's the where's, where's the, victim? the victim? Where's the victim? Where's the victim in this particular case? Mm. Because on the grand scheme right. of sexual depravity, I can think of a great just, many things that are. It worse. just seems like you're building a case for yourself it's, when you eventually get taken to trial over it's this. It's sacrilegious, I guess, in some people's mind. <laughs> but not being a particularly religious person, I just view. I'm not either. The body is just sort of like this empty meat sack. Yeah, I don't think you fuck no, it when it's dead. That no longer really. Has I don't think you fuck anything that's dead. Any value? Mm. I'm not for fucking the dead. Let me say, but let me you go don't on seem the to record. be completely against it. Let me go on the record now by okay. saying I am not okay. into fucking dead All right. things. Okay. All right. Fine. Hey, you know what time it is? What time? Time to look at the entertainment news in a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Oh, this is cool. You know, as a collector, I love these collector stories. Mm-hmm. This one is a pretty big deal, in my opinion. On December 8th, Bonham's Auction House here in Los Angeles is going to be auctioning off one of the most famous pieces of television clothing in modern history. What could that be? Henry Winkler has announced <gasps> he is auctioning off one of his original Fonzie jackets. How many does he have? He has two. Two. There's one in the Smithsonian. One is in the yeah. Smithsonian. That's not his. That was another one. Yeah. Gary Marshall had, has, his estate has two. Yeah. And one got stolen from Paramount. Oh. So apparently six were made. Okay. Four between Winkler and Marshall, one in the Smithsonian and, and one, one, stolen. In, one in the hands of some devious, devious person. 
So uh, he's auctioning his off. Not only that, but you get a complete Fonzie ensemble. You get a pair of jeans that he wore as Fonzie. Oh, wow. A T-shirt he wore as Fonzie and the motorcycle boots Damn. as well as the jacket. The whole outfit. Now, the auction house is saying the estimated value of that package is fifty dollars to $70,000. Oh, I think it'd be way more than that. Way more, right? That's television history. That's what I'm saying. Wow. He's not one of the iconic characters in television history. That's how I feel. That's going to go for... At for, least six figures. Oh, at least. I, I would be surprised if, if it isn't mid-six figures. Mid six yeah. figures. Yeah. Not, yeah. So we'll be following that and see what happens. Uh, Winkler's also selling a ghost face mask from the set of 1996 Scream, hmm. which he played Principal Himbry in that okay. film. He lifted that off the set. <laughs> um, apparently, he collects something from everything that he works on. Well, I think most people do, don't they? I suppose. I never really have. You never though. swiped anything off a set? I don't have a lot of collectibles hmm. from any set that I was on. Hmm. I guess with the knowledge that nothing that I was ever on was going to live on <laughs> in any sort of important way. But if you were way, on Happy Days, you probably would have swiped I, something. I would have taken something. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> if I did anything any of merit. He's got his original boots he wore from the Lords of Flatbush, that movie he made with Sly oh, Stallone, yeah, where he that. also played sort of a 50s greaser yeah. guy. And so, uh, yeah, apparently he's a bit of a hoarder. Mm. There you go. Speaking of costumes, this Kelly Dodd, who was uh, one of the housewives of Orange County on yeah. that Bravo show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's married to a former Fox reporter named Rick Leventhal. Mm -hmm. They got in trouble over the weekend because they were showing off their costume as a Native American. She was a Native American, and he went as a cowboy, but he said he was Alec Baldwin, and he had a gun, and he was... Uh, showing it around. Why? Because he thinks Alec Baldwin is a jerk for all the fun he poked at Trump, and so now he is taking it out on but what about this poor woman who poor got woman. shot on a set. And her family and her husband and her child are left. I mean, fuck, man. Yes. Come on. So uh, offensive on every level. People are taking her to task as well for wearing stereotypical Native American headdress and everything in her costume. And she came back and said, uh, her husband actually came back and said, it's okay because she has Native American blood in her. So she, she's allowed to do that. <laughs> Knowing what I know about her, she probably has a great many fluids inside of her. And so maybe Native American blood is one I of mean, them. I mean, chances are. It, 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 I think odds are more <laughs> likely than not. Hey, speaking of folks who yeah. don't, uh, who are uh, on Trump's side, yeah. this Christy Swanson, former uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, I heard about this. She is very much an anti-vax. Yeah, big time. Anti-mask. Anti-mask. Anti uh, rights. Uh, oh, look at this. She's in the hospital uh, with uh, COVID-related yeah. complications, apparently. She put out a big tweet about how doctors are helping yeah. and all the medicine and stuff. I'm like, oh, you believe in science when you need to, I guess. That's what people were saying. Didn't think science was solid right. when it, they could have uh, kept her out of the hospital. Right. But now that she's that sick, now all of a sudden yeah. they have all the answers. And how about all the people she infected before she got went into the hospital? What about those people in the hospital? What if they don't know what they're doing? What if Fauci's behind them, too, and yeah, they're all the a the bunch of liars? She also says, pray for me, please, she said. Pray for the people you interfered, you contacted before you went into the hospital. I prayed for Christy, quite frankly. That's me. I prayed for her because I know it doesn't work. So <laughs> that, that gave me a little extra sense of satisfaction. <laughs> I was sticking it to her a little bit. That, oh. that made it fun. <laughs> Dan Levy, he's got a new show. He's going to be hosting a cooking competition show on HBO Max. Oh, wow. That'd be funny. I wouldn't have thought that the creative genius behind Schitt's Creek would have gone on to a cooking competition show. That's easy money, But though. he could do whatever he wants. He created the show, oh. so he's going to get a big paycheck. Yeah. He's also hosting. It's called... Well, let me see. What's it called here? The Big Brunch. 
it's a cooking competition show, but all the foods have to be brunch related. Okay. My favorite meal, by the is way, it? is brunch. Yes. Okay. I, you look like a guy who doesn't like brunch. You just fucking eat one and you eat. I'm like, brunch. Oh my god. I don't get the brunch thing. Because it's between. You're mixing two things. You're mixing breakfast and lunch. and lunch. No, it's its own thing. What is it? What it, do you eat for brunch? What's your brunch? You eat more. So you eat more breakfast. It's more breakfast related foods than lunch related foods. Otherwise, it's just lunch. It's more related to, to, breakfast. to breakfast. It's lazy yeah. man's breakfast. Is what it is. You just wake up late. I can't have breakfast. I'll have brunch. No, but it involves other foods and drinking. There's champagne and mimosas and bloody marys. You drink and those stuff. for breakfast. Yeah, but it's. It's just, it's just it's late. It's late to be breakfast. Drinking at breakfast. It's, it's late breakfast. Later in the day, you can actually mix cocktails. Yeah, yeah. In. It's always egg related. Oh yeah, so eggs uh, Benedict. Eggs Benedict. That's the beauty. That's what that's it is. The king of the brunch. Right. Right there. What you could have for breakfast. Yeah, it's not quite the same. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm more awake during brunch. Because it's later in the day. Did I mention the drinking? Yes. It's yeah. my favorite part. I know. It's worth saying twice. Chris Pratt. Oh, I'm glad he he's got a job. He's just got the gig voicing Garfield in the new animated He just animated got Mario. Garfield. He is also Mario, yes, in the animated Mario Brothers movie, but now he's also Garfield in the animated Garfield movie. So, so he's just the, the go-to voice now for every cartoon. I think Lego Movie did that for yeah. him. I think that he's great him. in Lego Movie. He's I mean, great in everything yeah. he does, yeah. but I wish, you know, turn down a job once in a while, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Take a while you can get it, man. Give everyone else a, a room. Oh, yeah. He can ever run out of money. I, I don't know how he I spends it. No, that's true. And uh, speaking of folks who are known for their work for Disney, did you uh, did you fill your jeans yesterday? Oh, yeah. When the trailer broke for Book of Boba Fett? Yeah, I made some nut butter. <laughs> you, I... and, you and Laura Hall, our, <laughs> our Citizen of the Week, should get together and have a sandwich. <laughs> Um, the Book of Boba Fett, the new series that's going to be dropping on Disney Plus on December 29th. That's sooner than uh, I thought it was going to be. I wish it was earlier, to be honest. Of course you do. They released a trailer (laughs) showing Boba Fett taking over the underworld there on Tatooine. The Hutt Cartel. After Jabba the Hutt and his crime syndicate have uh, gone out. What happened with Jabba the Hutt? He blew up and, uh, remember, Leia choked him in Return of the Jedi on the sail barge. And then the sail barge blew up. Oh, okay. And then at the end of The Mandalorian Season 2, remember at the, the end credit scene... Uh, Bib for two. Tumorhead takes over. He was right? sitting there in the in the chair, yeah. and then Boba goes and kills him, and then sits on the chair. So oh, he took right. over the Hut Cartel. Right. Okay. On Tatooine. Gotcha. Now, so this is all sort of happening at the same time. This is like five years after Return of the Jedi, Copy. like right around the same Mandalorian time. Copy that. Yeah. Um, we found out that Jennifer Beals is going to be in the cast. Yeah. She appeared in the trailer. Surprising a lot of people didn't know she had been cast in this project. She plays one of those uh, penis head ladies. Twi'leks. I'm sorry? No, Twi'leks. Oh, I thought they were penis heads. No, they have the long... Penises hanging off their heads. They have giant... Twi'leks. Giant penises hanging off their heads. Whatever. So, uh... She's going to be a... Twi'lek. Twi'lek. All right. My God. So, that's good for everyone. Yes. Right? They're very sexual, very sensual beings. Mm, Yeah. Who doesn't like a woman with two penises hanging (laughs) off her head? That's sexy (laughs) as hell. Here's a little bit of the trailer. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. You were all once captains under Jabba the Hutt. 
I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? What prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want? If you had spoken such insolence to Java, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please, speak freely. <laughs> what? Eddie just came. No. Come. <laughs> that sounds like Mando talking at the beginning. It is. It is. It sounds like it's who it is, right? Yeah. yeah. That's Mando, right? Yeah. And the guy at the table sounds like Frank Oz, almost. It could like, be. What's stopping us from killing you? Are we do? So, <laughs> it looks good. I'm excited. Is that dude, the guy who plays uh, Boba Fett? He was the guy from the prequels who played. He was Jango Fett. Yeah, Jango Fett. Yes, yes Fett, he was. Right? And the clone. He used to have long hair, right? No, no, no. When they made the clones, didn't that dude he have like, long hair? Looked like a Hawaiian surfer dude or something. No, oh, I don't know. It looked I'm just like that, that, but he had short hair. He was Jango Fett. Uh, long maybe, hair. I'm gonna think of somebody. What else. movie are you thinking about? I don't know. Hawaiian surfer dude. Look, I don't worship at the altar of every frame of every movie. I saw the goddamn movie whenever it came out twenty years ago. <laughs> I don't know. Memorize the stuff. Fine. I just remember the guy looking like a like a Polynesian he dude. He didn't, other than the color of his skin, possibly. I just remember <laughs> saying that looks like the Fets are Polynesian. <laughs> what do I know? All right, celebrity <laughs> birthday time. All these stars born on November second. Drummer Carter Beauford of the Dave Matthews Band. He's sixty-three years old today. He wakes up in the morning. Peter Mullen from Train Spotting is 62 years old. J.D. Souther, great singer-songwriter, also a pretty good actor, too. 76 years old today. You can call out my name When you're on the lonely Ooh, Why don't you ever be ashamed Lauren Velez from Dexter is 57 years old. Katie Lang is 60. First J.D. Souther, now Katie Lang. Bassist Bobby Dahl of Poison is 58. That girl is not poison. That's not poison. That's not poison. Sorry, wrong button. It's not poison. It was wrong, the wrong poison. Yes, it was. I meant to play this poison.
David Schwimmer of Friends Fame is 55. Fieldy from Corn is 52. Feeling like a freak on a leash. Feeling like I have no release. Guitarist Chris Walla of Death Cab for Cutie is 46. I want to live where Marisol Nichols of Riverdale is 50 years old today. Rapper Nelly is 47. It's getting hot in here. So, so take off all your clothes. That dude at the cemetery. Yeah. Get out here. Fuck. And lastly, Stephanie Powers is 79 years old. The beautiful and talented Stephanie Powers, originally the girl from Uncle in the 1960s, and then, of course, melted all of our hearts as, no pun intended, one of the hearts in Mm. Heart to Heart Mm. in the 1980s. She is 79 years old today. That little factoid and the fact that I had a huge crush on Stephanie Powers in the 1980s may come back to play a role in just a minute. But that's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. And because it's Tuesday, it's time to turn on the TV. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's Ralph Report. like that one heart to heart Uh, a classic american television show that first premiered on abc in august of 1979 went on for five seasons until it finally left the air in 1984 and then was followed up with eight made for television movies beginning in the early 1990s i love that show it was great it was popcorn television escapism at its finest with just two beautiful people rich people going around solving crimes and max and max (laughs) when they met it was murder (laughs) but one of the great intros to any tv series as well robert wagner played jonathan hart stephanie powers as the beautiful jennifer hart both of them ridiculously wealthy i'm not quite sure what he did he worked for heart Industries. yeah he was the ceo of some wasn't very clear (laughs) they made widgets i think and uh, they would just jet around the world solving crimes yeah. for free they didn't even charge people well, they, they made just, so much money they, they would blunder into crime scenes and then just solve them the whole idea came from a guy named Sidney sheldon if that name sounds familiar it's because he worked in television from uh well first of all in movies in the 1940s then in the 60s he really started working in television with the patty duke show that he created and i dream of genie which was also his idea mm-hmm. and he also wrote a series of very uh successful romance suspense novels in the 80s as well including the other side of midnight and others but uh, he came up with the idea for this um rich couple in the 1970s had an idea for a show called double twist it was a show about a married couple who were both secretly spies and that script never sold and kind of sat on the shelf and then aaron spelling who was king of the television in the 70s and 80s for abc came by and picked up the idea and gave it to tom mankowitz who was a screenwriter who had written several James Bond films at the time. And it was Mankiewicz who came up with the idea of renaming the show Heart to Heart and making them sort of a modern thin man couple solving mysteries rather than being spies. 
and it was a great hit. ABC said, yes, we'll do it. Originally, they wanted Cary Grant to play John oh, really? Hart. Yes. Hmm. But he was kind of old by that bit, point. Yeah, they wanted a point. younger actor. They said, all right, who has that kind of savoir-faire, that sort of uh, slick, polished thing? And Robert Wagner came yeah. to mind. And they said, who do you want to opposite um, Wagner? And ABC said, well, Natalie Woods, his real-life wife. Right. Put her in there. That would be awesome. Uh, yeah. Before he killed her. Right. And um, <laughs> oh, he said, that's not a good idea, me working with my no, wife. No, because I want to I want to kill her. I have plans. <laughs> I got a boat, I got a boat trip booked <laughs> with Chris Walken. I want the show to last. So uh he suggested <laughs> they find someone else. They they interviewed uh, Suzanne Plachette, of course, played Bob Newhart's okay. wife on television. Kate Jackson, who had oh, worked really? with Aaron Spelling just uh, previously on Charlie's Angels, of course. Lindsay Wagner was considered for the huh. role, the bionic woman. But eventually, um, it was Robert Wagner himself who suggested Stephanie Powers. They had worked together on a previous series that he was the star of. The network, uh, excuse me, uh, Wagner wanted the boxer Sugar Ray Robinson to play Max. Oh, really? And ABC <laughs> said, maybe it's not a great idea if the rich lily white couple has a black guy uh waiting on them uh, hand they were woke foot. in the early 80s yeah, they were wow yeah they were they, how about they, that they got one right so they got lionel stander old-time character actor who did play in fact max the theme song was written by a guy named mark snow that may sound familiar to you because we've talked about him before on this show he came up with the x-files theme but before that he wrote the starsky and hutch theme cagney and lacy dynasty tj hooker great pedigree when it comes to writing theme songs and Heart to Heart. Here it is, the classic opening sequence to Heart to Heart. This is my boss, Jonathan Hart, a self-made millionaire. He's quite a guy. This is Mrs. H. She's gorgeous. She's one lady who knows how to take care of herself. By the way, my name is Max. I take care of both of them, which ain't easy. Because when they met, it was murder. Aaron Spelling show had a very similar vibe yes. to them, those intros. A lot yes. of explosions, a lot of strings. Very fast music. Indeed. Uh, that's the classic heart-to-heart -heart opening we all know and love. But in the first season, it was a little bit different. Here's Max's uh, patter from the beginning of the first season before they changed the theme song going into the second season. This is my boss, Jonathan Hart, a self-made millionaire. He's quite a guy. This is Mrs. H. She's gorgeous. What a terrific lady. By the way, my name is Max. I take care of them, which ain't easy, because their hobby is 
I think someone after the first season said, you know what make it, makes it sound like they, they kill, kill people? people. <laughs> their hobby is murder. Their hobby is murder. <laughs> two- I got to clean up their messes <laughs> all the time. These two rich psychos are going around taking people out <laughs> on vacation, and he's got to get rid of the bodies. Got too many carpets here to roll bodies up in. <laughs> Hobby is murder. That's <laughs> so, so dumb. So they changed <laughs> his lines in the second. Wow, that's stupid. Through fifth ep- uh, season. Oh my god! Correcting their mistake. Their but- hobby was murder. <laughs> How did no one catch that before they put that show on the Oh, air? you guys did it again? Come on. Their hobby was murder. <laughs> oh, there you go. In honor of Stephanie Powers' birthday, I'd still. Oh, yeah. She oh, could have it. Oh, yeah. She can have all of it. Oh, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> she was Bill Holden's longtime girlfriend. Oh, really? And she was with him uh, at the time that he fell and hit his head on the table and had that drinking accident. Oh, wow. But uh, I think she spends her days now. She's no longer an actress. I think she spends her days uh, doing animal um, oh, good for her uh, protection. And she's a big, uh, she travels on safari and she's always protecting big game animals oh, and stuff nice. like that. So lovely lady. That's Stephanie Powers. She's beautiful. But her hobby <laughs> is murder. <laughs> that's it for today's TV Tunes Tuesday. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's Ralph Report. Oh, I like that one. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I wonder if Max was on the boat. Oh. Taking care of business. Step too far. All right, kids, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for being with us. Come on back tomorrow. We're going to have a good time. First of all, Steve Ashton will be here. Yay. He makes everything better. Also, every Wednesday, we like to um, mm. rap. Mm. I know there's a thing we do on Wednesdays. Um, uh, one hit wonder? You got that right? Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a look at a smash hit single and the artist who created it. Never quite able to recapture that level of success again. So we'll rub it in by bringing it back up again and hope that they're listening. Come join us, kids. We're going to have a good time, but it's not as good unless you're there. So please take care of yourselves. Stay good in the hood. That's right. And that means vaccines and masks. And stay away from Christy Swanson. Stay sweet at six feet. At least. Because life is life. And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until tomorrow, love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye. 